Welcome to Wear Who You Are, a podcast that takes the fear out of fashion and holds space for everyone to explore how to connect your authenticity with your personal style. I'm your host, Natalie Tincher, founder of BU Style, expert style strategist, and your enthusiastic friend and safe space of support. I believe that every person has a style and every style deserves a seat. With over a decade of experience working with hundreds of personal clients, I've learned a thing or two about how to help others have a healthy and holistic approach to navigating how to build a wardrobe that reflects who you are. So pull up your seat and let's get started. This podcast is managed by Upstarter Pods. When I knew I wanted to start a podcast, I was not interested in starting it from scratch with no direction. Enter Upstarter. They have helped launch this show from the beginning, but they also continuously strategize with me on the future and direction of the podcast. People are always asking if doing a podcast is a lot of work. I can confidently say Upstarter has taken out the work that I don't want to do so I can focus on my content and expertise. If you're interested in launching a podcast to help grow your brand and your business, but also feel like you need a coach and team to guide you throughout the entire process, then get in touch with Chase at Upstarter today and learn about how they can help you. They can create a custom package for you based around your brand's needs, goals, and budget. To sign up for a free discovery call with Chase and see how they can help you, visit upstarterpods.com or click the link below in the show notes to check out more info. Welcome back to another Where Who You Are Wednesday. I appreciate you being here with me today. We are going to hear from an international colleague of mine, Sylvia Scigliano. She is a Brazilian-based image consultant and just knows so much and just a wealth of knowledge. So we're going to talk about, you know, the history of trends and, you know, how the behavior of trends today as well. But before we do that, let me touch on a hot topic no, I'm not talking about the store from my teenage years. Remember that place? Actually, my mom wouldn't let me shop there because she thought a lot of the stuff was too vulgar or dark. But we're actually going to talk about hot summer temps and fabrics that help you beat the heat. So we're already having some 80 plus degree days here and there in New York City. And with summer almost officially here, that means that the heat is only going to rise. The humidity is going to bump up and we're going to be sweltering. So now before you shop or get dressed for that heat, I thought it would be useful to share about the different fibers and how they can help or hinder your heat retention. So I want you to look at your garments and you'll see a fiber content tag. These tags are required by law to be put on all sold garments. So you'll see something like 100% cotton or 40% merino wool and 60% polyester. So this is what indicates the fiber makeup of the fabrics used in your clothing. So your labels will either be 100% all natural fibers, which are cotton, linen, wool, silk, or all synthetic fibers, which are fibers like rayon, polyester, spandex, or you may have a blend of both natural and synthetic. Now for summer, if you want help with heat regulation, here are my tips for you. In extreme heat, natural fibers like cotton and linen will be much more breathable and moisture absorbing. So if you want your clothing to be your hot weather ally, then opt for something that's 100% cotton or linen or a blend that's a majority of one of those two. All right, we have a great guest today that I'm super excited to talk to to continue to expand our global view and learn from others around the world. 
Welcome to Sylvia Scigliano, an image consultant specializing in trends. She is a reference in the Brazilian market for her global vision from her experience in various fashion areas. She lived in New York for five years, where she worked in retail and wholesale and dedicated herself to image and trends consulting, getting a certificate from the Fashion Institute of Technology, like me. Her extensive experience led her to create projects such as experience trips, mentorships, courses, consultancies, and lectures for companies and professionals in the field throughout Brazil. Sylvia also created the New York Fashion Tour in New York and the Trends Club with her partner, Marcia Crivero. She has been a certified member of AICI since 2008 and was president of the Brazilian chapter of the association from 2020 to 2022. Sylvia is also the co-author of the book, Fashion Your Way. So I met Sylvia backstage at Fashion Week, probably what, more than a decade ago now. And she is truly the best of the best of the best in Brazil. And she's well known all around in the field of of image consulting. So welcome, Sylvia. Thank you so much for joining us from Brazil. (laughs) Hi, Natalie. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. Uh, It's a long time that we don't see each other face to face, but finally have technology and we can talk and chat. And I hope, you know, to have good information and and have some new things to tell you and your audience. I, I'm sure you will. You've been in the game a long time and I love, always love your perspective and always like love to follow you. We haven't seen each other for a while, but from afar. Um, so we used to do, so I spoke to what well, I spoke to AICI probably five or six years ago in Brazil. Um, why don't you tell everybody what AICI is? Okay. So AICI is association of image consultants international. It's a group of more than a thousand image consultants all over the world. Uh, so the group, the main mission is networking to, you know, know each other, to learn, learn from each other, to see what our colleagues are doing all over the world. And for me, it's such huge experiences. I'm part of it 2008. I've been part of the Brazilian board uh, for eight years, and I became the Brazilian uh, chapter uh, president from 2020 to 2022. And now I'm the VP conference of the uh, AICI Global, and I'm responsible for organizing the next AICI conference, a global conference that's going to take place in Punta Cana in two weeks. So I'm very excited to go, very busy, but very help, help, uh, happy that it's going to be face-to-face again for after four years. I know that is crazy when you think you haven't seen people for four years and like we've so much has happened and we've had a pandemic and things have <laughs> yeah. changed. So I bet that's going to be a really happy reunion. Yeah. And that, you know why, Natalie, for here, at least here in Brazil, for our professional image consultants, the business just went high. People, are, you know, uh, since people are staying more inside their houses, I think they're seeing more their wardrobe. They so they work, they seeing each other faces. I like I'm, I'm seeing my face more than I used to do before. So I I'm more in need of improving my image and everybody else. So the business is growing a lot here in Brazil. Yeah. So I know you told me that last time we spoke, and that was probably like what five years ago. Um, how? How big is the AICI chapter in Brazil? Yes, we, we used to be like 80, 90 people, 100. And I now it's we are almost 300. So we tripled the time, yes, for past four years. Yes. So it's crazy. Uh-huh. 
What do you think has contributed to that that growth in the industry? I know here in the U.S., you know, styling and image consulting has gotten huge since mm-hmm. I started mm-hmm. 13 years ago. What do you think is contributing to that in Brazil? I think Brazilians are very... Um like they, they like fashion a lot they like to get ready to go you know places um they are very vain and you know the plastic surgery is the most important you know the, the plastic surgeries from brazil they are you know the best so first of all i think this is the main reason the second reason is that um the fashion since the fashion industry is going down like for stores and and we are closing a lot of stores i think all over the world people that like fashion they are uh, seeing that now image consultant is a profession is a service that's not uh, as it used to be before because in the 90s remember all those programs the tv shows that used to show oh you have to wear this kind of thing you have to be you know this kind of uh, shape, hourglass shape, you have to wear, you know, whatever someone is telling you to wear. But nowadays, the personal style is the most important thing. So people want to um, to build their personal style. And so uh, they need help for that because most of the people, they don't like fashion. They don't like to buy clothes. So they want to hire someone to help them to build their image uh, for their professional, for their personal lives, for everything. So nowadays, I think image consultant uh, has a different approach. Uh, it's not, you know, what someone telling you what to do, but it's building together um, how you want to communicate who you are, what do you do throughout your image. Yeah, I find that here, you know, with my clients, they almost all say, I hate fashion, I hate shopping, but there's so many choices now. And it's not just one homogenous look. Like in previous decades, you could say, well, this was the look of this decade. This was the look of this decade. And, you know, those shows like What Not to Wear and all those, they were all a specific way. Like this is the way to have a dress code. And now it's, it's more about aligning to who you are and who you're around, not just, you know, and there's more choices than we've ever had too. So it's like, people don't even know where to start here. So it sounds like it's a similar issue or a similar um, challenge that clients have in Brazil. Totally. When you know, when you have a uniform to work, let's say if you have to wear a suit to go work you just have to choose the tie the, the the color of your tie and the shirt but nowadays since dress code you know is gone uh, all the companies just just wear whatever you want and then to attract younger people so people have is more confused what to wear when you have too many opportunities uh, too many options you just get more confused right 100% and it's so funny because I'm I'm working with a a business now helping with their wardrobe guidelines and communicating because they all think they're giving people a lot of choices and that's good but I find all of my clients are saying now I'm so confused on what to wear because I almost feel like I'm going to be trapped if I don't wear the right thing that my bosses want but they're telling me I can wear whatever but like what if it's not what they want and I yeah, get exactly. and I get punished for it? Yeah. And also, Natalie, on top of that, we have the online shopping that grew a lot during pandemic. So when you have you can buy anything, you just can't find you can find pretty much anything online. If you yeah, previous years you just have the like local store, like your local um place to go to buy and shopping. So there's 
less choices. Since you have more choices, you need someone to help you to find. And, and it's very interesting. I, I like a lot, you know, nowadays because it's more about you and you have more options and, and then you have uh, people are paying attention on their colors. Marsha is, is working a lot with um, uh, color analysis. This is something, you know, that it was, it was gone when I was there. I used to live in New York in the, the uh, 26 from 2006 to 2011 and nowadays um people are much more worried of, about the colors and and in brazil i think uh, the profession since is is newer here uh, we image consultant started to grow 2010 uh we have um this new you know approach this new kind of concept other than america and europe maybe that has this 90s kind of thinking about image consultant I love that. And, you know, I think that is, I like what you said about how, because there's so many choices now that image consultants and stylists are more important than ever to help people understand how to weed through the choices and communicate who they are and how they want to show up. And people are actually like getting educated and it's a part of like self-development and self-care now I'm finding, not just a oh, we're just shopping as a luxury, it's truly becoming almost like a necessary part of support for some people. Yes, the self, um, self-care, self the self-knowledge that people are looking more nowadays after COVID to you know, better who we are and who, what do we want, what, what is my proposal as a professional, as a person in this world. So all those search uh, includes like, how I want to dress, what do I want to have in my wardrobe, uh, do I want to be more sustainable, to be more creative. So this is some things that uh, is part of the behavior trends. When you talk about trends, it's not about only the color. The like uh, People are now this season is going to wear green, but it's not only about that. Why people want to you know, wear green? What is behind that? It's the behavior trends. So... I love that part of uh, like making together, like um, approaching the behavior trends on what we do, because it's all about it. Uh, when we are building our you know plan for next five years, for next ten years, we want to know what people we want, uh, what the new generations want. Do you think that new generations will want to hire an image consultant or not? So that's what excites me about my job. How do you discover that? Tell me the process of getting into like a behavior trend and, and forecasting what you think is going to come. Because it's not just a guess. It, there's a science behind it and a process. Yes, there is a science. I learned that when I did my um, certificate program in for image consultant at FIT, there was um, a part of that program that was all about behavior trends, uh, uh, how to learn trends. And when I get in that room, I saw the teacher uh, um, um, showing how people used to exercise in the 80s. I said, why he's showing that? Like, I want to learn what people will use for the next season. <laughs> so I, from that class, I just became a passionate about trends because the, it's all about the zeitgeist. Zeitgeist is um, a, a German word that means um, the spirit of the time, like the um, 
you know, what's going on in the culture world, in the um, artistic world, uh, economic, politics, everything is going on. And that's why people wear uh, clothes that way at that period of time. Let's say uh, the hippie movement in the 70s. There's a lot going on regarding the war, the, you know, the, the politics, how to be more sustainable, uh, to, you know, um, so then we have like the 80s, the punks, that's the completely different aesthetic from the hippies. Uh, and what was the message behind? They were, they want to be different. They want to be like um, counter, uh, uh different culture from the hippies so they want to be different so let's dress different and they they um they were passing another message and they don't have the the 90s the 20s and the the trends used to the behavior trends we study by decades but nowadays it's a little mess up because of the, the personal style because of the uh, the everything is going on internet and and social media but we do have um, a behavior trends behind. Sometimes it's very difficult to understand today. It's much easier to see the past and understand the past. We need at least 10 years to, to understand what was you know, going on in the last, dec- last decade, decade and making the, um, the relation uh, from what was going on and why people was wearing those clothes, like we see the, in the 20s, Y2K, which is coming back now. Um, but uh, people, that are cool hunters and trends researchers like me, we can you know, have some tips and some ways and some techniques to understand what people are wearing today and what they're going to wear for next uh, decade. And it's all about generations. We have to study generations to understand that. I love that. I think it's so interesting. I don't know that people always think about equating what was going on in the world with fashion. And it's so interwoven, like you said, the hippie movement, the punk movement, you know, what was happening during the depression and what dictated clothing choices and the economics behind it. And, um, you know, right now I talked recently about how now things are, it's more about the culture of a brand and less about sometimes the clothing and the big, you know, LVMH conglomerate world. So what are you seeing now? Cause like you said, it can, it feels like it could be confusing because we've got social media, we have, you know, really fast fashion movements coming in and out with all the spread of information. Like, where do you see the trends now? Where do you see things slowly going as you've studied? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think nowadays we have two trends going on at the same time. And it, it's very common, the, the trend and the opposite trend. Uh, they, sometimes they grow together. After COVID, we saw a lot of people online, a lot of people, you know, the, the technology grew a lot. But at the same time, uh, the, the, the desire of disconnect and see, uh, make more part of the nature and to go to outside, outdoors, places, and outdoor uh, sports. So it's two movements that are growing together. In the fashion, how do we see it? 
we see like the ultra fashion going on, like Shein and you know some like H and M and a lot of brands, uh, and still people buying from those fast fashion and ultra fashions. But at the same time, we see another movement that people that want like more sustainable clothes, the quiet luxury that a lot of people are talking about now. Uh, so neutral colors and and. Uh, handmade things like crochet uh, we can see a lot of natural fibers also people are getting more value to those kind of things uh, that you know means more sustainable life vegan life um, but at the same time we see also the ultra fine but there's always one that grows more so for the future since I studied a lot about new generations I'm sure that we cannot say sure because it's, it cannot be so pragmatic, but because, you know, sometimes something happens and change everything like COVID, like the pandemic. But yeah, the trend is, I think, you know, the new generation tend to be more sustainable, tend to have less clothes in their wardrobe, tend to have, you know, to worry more about who is making their clothes and um, what do, you, do I have in my wardrobe represented, represents myself and my behavior and my way of life, my way of being? Um, the, also giving value to local artists, to local uh, brands, local designers. And they, it's all about, you know, this is all about how to be more sustainable, have to, how, to be, how to have a better world for next generations. That's what I believe. Yeah, I'm finding with, um, I would absolutely agree. So you are validating what I'm seeing is that most of my clients and even then my younger nieces and um, nephews are looking at shopping their values more. And I was just researching how more people are shopping their values than ever. And then to your point, the opposite of it is like we're seeing these two extreme sides of one of the fast fashion, you know, dressing for um, this like ultra fashion quick movement and then a lot on the shift of shopping your values, but people are also taking it into like what they're eating. They're worried more about where their food comes from, like where everything comes from. So it's it's this cultural shift that's also, of course, going to be dictated in our fashion and style choices. Mm-hmm. And you know what, Natalie, I, this teacher from, uh, from uh, FIT, he told me in 2007, the main train for next two decades is the greening of America. Greening of America means sustainability, means all everything that we are talking about. So, yeah, it's it's very interesting. And also uh, diversity. Everybody's is worried about who is making our clothes. Are they being paid for that? Are they in a secure place? Are we showing everybody? This is uh, this is something very related to social media because before uh, internet, like let's say the. 90s and the beginning of the 20s, uh, uh, people from the fashion world uh, is only people from, you know, thin models, tall people, you know, beautiful people. The, the, be- the beauty standards are changing. We are not, you know, anymore seeing only those kind of beauty, uh, the, the catwalk, you know, that we go to cat all New York Fashion Weeks with uh, Barbara. And we see all kinds of body shapes, all kinds of skin colors and um, uh, hair styles. So this is nice. I think this is a great moment we are living because these people used to be no, nobody else, no, no, nowhere before. 
I know you're giving me the chills just saying that. I totally agree. This is the movement. I like this this shift and this trend. And I think that is, you know, people want to talk about how maybe social media is negative, but I feel like in this type of movement, in this scenario, it's such a positive shift because people want to see people that look like them or they want to see diversity. They want to see acceptance. And so I love this movement and this shift. And I'm happy that your studies and your you know background is corroborating that. It gives me a lot of hope. And, and my time in New York like th- taught me a lot about it. I, I'm sure, like I I go I went to FIT. I work with the retail wholesale in New York. But walking the streets of New York was the best, you know, the, the best teacher for me. <laughs> like respecting each other's style and not judging anybody of their wearing about the, what they want, what what they do. Um, this is the most important thing in my life because I, 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 I used to live in a bubble in Brazil. So when I went to New York, I just, you know, I started to see each other, you know, um, other kind of people differently. And also it's a, it's a huge um, culture shift uh, when we see, like you said, there, I can um, make a trend from my house i can use something and show social media or showing tiktok or whatever and this trend just go viral uh it's not only about what the designer is um, showed in paris fashion week what the the magazines what vogue is showing this is also important but nowadays it's more important seeing what people are doing in their neighborhood uh, so this is changed the fashion a lot and for for better in my opinion Yeah, I think it's more diverse and it's more, it's not such a, um, there's not such a wall and a barrier to entry to it. Like we all can be part of it now, which before that wasn't the case. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. So yeah, I think it's, it's nowadays they have a, you know, it's not easy because there is a trend going on all over the places. Um, but still we can see like a movement of, um, the most important thing. Sometimes it's difficult to find it now, to find out now. But after ten, ten years from now, I think it you're gonna see. And there is more like the uh, the behavior trend that I that I work nowadays is sustainability, diversity, as you used to, that I already uh, said. Also, uh, well being. People are looking to you know feel better. So a lot of brands are doing you know um, products for healthcare, for, you know, uh, people are, are exercising more, practicing more yoga and all that. Um, sports, outdoor, living outdoor, all that, traveling more. And also there is another trend that I call vintage. Like people, when we are in times of disruption in the world or times of um, uncertainty, we look backwards to find solutions uh, like we've, we've we saw it during the pandemic. What's going on? Will we, we will survive? How can we, you know, can we solve this thing? So we saw a lot for the 1920s. So that's why the 20s trends are coming back now. Uh, that's the reason. That's so interesting. I love that. I feel like I've, I've learned so much from you today. Um, I always learn so much from you. Is there anything else that you want to share? I want to end with our um, shotgun style questions just so we can learn more about you. But is there, 
you know, anything else you want the listeners to understand about trends or a global perspective? I, I think uh, just keep your, you know, your um, your eyes open, your sensitive, your your sight, your um, your sensitive, your intuition, because the trends are there, and um, even though you're not studying trends, you're not into that. It's very important, even to plan your job, your business, what you do, what do you do, because there's a, a lot about technology. Also, the technology is the fifth uh, trend that I study. Uh, a lot about you know ChatGPT, um, IA going on. So, what? Uh, will will I be important and relevant? What do I do? Will it be relevant for the future or not? So you can build ahead of time any, for anything that you do. So yeah, that's the message uh, I would like to say to everybody. I would say stay curious, stay right? Curious. Stay curious <laughs> and look at the world around you. Exactly. Well, I've had the best time catching up with you and we're going to have to mm-hmm. schedule a separate Zoom just to... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> to properly catch up. Um, but in the meantime, if I could end with some quick style questions, my shotgun style session, what is your favorite place to get style inspiration? Nature. What's your favorite store to visit in New York City? I like Soho a lot, you know, just go around and see the stores, the small ones, especially the one that I, I like the most is uh, that last time I've been to New York, last September was Gunny. You know, Gani, G-A-N-I, mm-hmm. yes. Th- that's what the one that I, I like Gany. the most, yes. That's a good one. Your favorite Brazilian designer? Uh, Brazilian designer, Fernanda Yamamoto, a Japanese uh, designer. Um, the best advice you could give aspiring stylists or image consultants? Just see the world around you. Don't try not to be the same as everyone else. Be yourself. I love that. What's your favorite color to wear? Green. Why? Because it reminds me of nature and I love nature. That goes back to the first question. And then what would be your ultimate wear who you are outfit? Comfortable, let's say a comfortable suit. I like that. I like that. Well, thank you so much, Sylvia, for coming. And I hope all the listeners learned as much as I did about how trends work, how it's a behavior how if you look at the world around you and stay curious, you can understand how to internalize it for you so you can wear who you are. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining another Wear Who You Are Wednesday. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. Be sure to follow along for episode news, updates, and other bonus style insights on Instagram through my business account at BUStyle. That's the letters B, you and style or my personal account at natalie underscore tincher and don't forget to subscribe to where who you are wherever you listen to your podcast thanks again and see you next time